Welcome to the Brand Builders Love Podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, business and mindset coach and the creator of the Bold Business Academy and the Amplify Mastermind. Right here on this podcast, we'll inspire you to become a bold and powerful voice in your industry and claim your space with courage and confidence. You can be bold and go against the grain to become the creative rebel you want to be. Forget average, it's time to level up. Hey gorgeous, hope you're doing well. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm doing something a little bit different today. I have had some really great conversations and there have been, I think, some really meaty topics that uh, we've been covering in some of my BBA coaching calls. So the Bold Business Academy and with the client's permission, I'm going to be sharing some of our conversations. She asked a question. You'll hear bits and pieces of her, but I have cut out anything that I feel wasn't necessary to share and the majority of this response is me talking about some of the things I see really often with my clients and with my community when it comes to how we see ourselves in the eyes of our community, our clients, the people around us, and and then what happens from there. But the reason that I'm sharing it is because it's a message that I wanted to share with everybody. It's a message that I think is really important. And I think it's something that You need to work on your own mindset when it comes to this to understand that there are clients out there who want what you have. The people who follow you want to know how they can work with you, that your ideal client is the person who's willing to pay what it is that you charge and values what you do. And so that's what this conversation is about that I'm about to share with you. And if you've got any questions on this, then let me know. But This is what I just feel is one of the biggest differences. And I talked about this on the BBA Monday Live last week, is that the biggest difference between business owners who are successful and those who are not, in my belief, is the mindset. Because I could have two different business owners and I could give them the same information. I could teach them the same things. I could give them the same tactics. I could give them the same strategies. And one will go off and they will make an absolute go of it and they will fail forward. They will keep figuring it out. They will keep working on it to become better so that, you know, they master certain skills. And then you'll have somebody else who will have all of the same information, tactics, strategies, etc., who will get stumped at the first hurdle who will beat themselves up because something didn't work or something failed they will constantly believe that even though they have people in their community and people following them and people signed up to their email newsletter that nobody's interested and so when I say this you know the biggest difference between people who are successful and who are not is their mindset is that somebody who has a mindset of I will make this work and I will do the work required in order to get the outcome that I want they're the person that is going to have more success does it mean that they're not going to fail no because I actually feel like they'll fail more because they'll be trying more things and so That's one of the things that you've just got to remember, especially in the market as it is at the moment where, you know, it may not be as buoyant as it's been in the past couple of years is really thinking about 
do I feel really aligned with what I'm doing at the moment? Which is a question that I'm asking myself too. Like, is everything in my business, does it feel aligned? Do I feel excited about it? Do I feel like I really want to sell that particular thing? And revisiting the mindset around it. So I know how to do something, but if I'm not doing it, why am I not doing it? And is there a lack of alignment? So there's a few messages that I want to share in today's podcast, but this was just a snippet of one of the calls that we had for BBA recently that I wanted to share. One of the things that I really want, this is for everybody, you've just got to think about what a non-decision point pricing. So what I mean by that is like, it's just a non-decision. It's like, let's say somebody's got something and it's really interesting and it's something that I want. It's like 200 bucks. It's a non-decision for me. $200 is a non-decision. To be honest, like 997 could be a non-decision if it's something that I really want. So the other day, somebody who I've followed for a while, I think she's, her course is like, it's normally two grand USD and she did a sale on it. And she, and it ended up being a thousand dollars for me, non-decision. Why? Because I'm like, really like it, really interested in it. Keen to see what it is. Um, have been thinking about it for a while. So it's a non-decision. Like, I think you've just got to remember, like, what's a non-decision price point for you? Like who's somebody that you admire and you like, and you learn from? There's a guy in the UK and I have bought his course a long time ago. I can't remember what I paid for it back then, but I would have paid anything for it. Well, that's was... it. this is the thing, yeah, is that what we do is that we concentrate on the people who we think are not going to want to buy it. Yeah. This totally. is what we always mm. default to. The people who don't want the email, the people who don't want to buy it, the people who are not interested. That is who we spend 90% of our energy on. And that's what, that's where we make decisions from. Whereas I want you to flip the script and be like, like you just said, there was the person that you liked, whatever the, whatever the price was, you would have paid it. And that's because certain people, we have like a non-decision price point. Like it's like, whatever. It's like, yeah, sure. Whereas somebody else who I'm not interested in, you've got to remember the people who are on your email list, the people who follow you, they are interested Everybody needs to get this. That's what is hard to get your head around. Why? Why is it hard to get your head around? I don't know. But but why? But you do know why. Like, what's the thought that comes up when I say to you, everybody on your email list and everybody on your socials, they want what you have. They are waiting for you to make an offer. What is the thought that comes up? It's like, am I good enough, isn't it? That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you weren't, let's just play this out, yeah? So let's say you're not good enough. (laughs) Let's for a moment, let's play pretend. Do you think that if you weren't good enough, whatever that means, by the way, like because does that mean you're not good enough as a human, not good enough at painting, not good enough at running a business, not good, like what, like, okay. And so if there was somebody that you were following or somebody that you saw let's say on YouTube or on Instagram, and you looked at them and you went, they're not very good. Would you follow them? (laughs) No. Mm, Interesting. (laughs) And so do you think that people are just randomly following people that they're not interested in? No. Okay. I guess not. All right. 
So sometimes we have to kind of, it's really, I will just always say this to you. I'll say it to you a million more times and I'll say it to you now. Your brain will always offer you the crappiest thought that is possible. You're not good enough. Like why would you charge more than $295? Like people don't actually like you that much. Like our brain will always offer us the most unhelpful thought, which is why you have to always be challenging the thoughts that you have. Like always, I have to do it all the time. Yeah. So the question is, should I put it above? Like, should I put it greater than 295? Well, I want to charge more. Okay. And so the people that are following me, why are they follow me? Well, they really like what I do because I wouldn't follow somebody who I didn't like and somebody who I wouldn't buy from and somebody who I wasn't interested in. So the assumption that I have to make is that they are interested in me, what I do, and they think that I am good enough because they're here and they're opening my emails and they're downloading my free course and they're show, like they're engaging with my socials. Like sometimes we have to, we have to reinforce the proof that is all around us when it comes to the people that are following us, engaging with us, buying from us. Like you've kind of got to really start to fill your own value bank with, and I think I've said it to you before, like I'm really good at what I do. Like I just want all of you to practice that. You are really good at what you do. You've been in business for either a long time or you've done what you've, you're doing now for a while or you're really passionate and you've actually made a go of it. I want you to, I want this thought to be like the number one thought in your mind. Like I am so good at what I do. Am I always figuring stuff out? Yeah, because the market's always changing and business changes and we evolve and things like that. Does it mean that I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not good at what I do? No. It just means that you're like now learning in a new 2023 market. Yeah, that's all it means. But I just really need all of you to constantly be saying, I'm really bloody great at what I do. It's why it's why my business is like, you know, successful or it's why I'm still in business or it's why people buy from me or come to me for whatever it is they need. Why? Because I'm really good at what I do. It is uncomfortable for a lot of people, but I think that it's just really practicing that. Like everything that we've just talked about, you've just answered me all of those questions where it's like, yes, you follow people who are good at what they do. You sign up for people who you think can help you. The person whose course you wanted to buy, like there was no price that was too much. You've got to start to see that in your own audience and your own clients. So I'm going to ask you again, how much do you want to charge? But I just think, okay. you know, like with anything that we're selling, it is, it's, you've just got to have that, like, this is such a good deal. But, yeah, yeah. But that's because you're very good at what you do. Remember, we're like reinforcing this belief in ourselves. Yeah. I'm really good at what I do. Like, I'll figure this out. It'll be great. Yeah. So I know like you've mapped it out. I'm sure like you're going to build it. So you've got like the month, like you've got two months to basically build it. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so I think it's just about, you know, reinforcing that to yourself so that, so that you can confidently put it out there. Yeah. And talk about it. Remember, we, we want to create value-based pricing. And what that means is that we see the value of what it is that we're giving our clients. 
Because what we do is that if we're like, oh, well, you know, you get, you get this and you get this and you get this and you get this. And then we're like, well, if I, that to me doesn't feel like a lot because it's really easy for us to do what we do. And so we don't, we don't always value like what our clients would value. So that was one of the conversations that we have in BBA. They're pretty regular conversations that we have as well. And so obviously I want to come and invite you to come and join us in the Bold Business Academy if you want that sort of coaching where we go deep into like what you're thinking, what you're doing, how you're running your business, the things that you want to create and what might be stopping you. And so all of my clients get that individual attention within our group coaching calls. Like you can ask those questions. But I think the three things that I really wanted to point out for this episode and really drive home is number one, believing in your audience. Now, obviously, if you're not making offers on a regular basis, then your audience can't decide to opt in for it. And so just knowing that you have done the work, you've built your audience, hopefully you have kept them engaged. I know that that can be a challenge sometimes, which is why it's really important to have your multiple channels and have your email list so that you can be connecting with your audience as well. One of the things that I had a, another conversation with a client about recently is, you know, believing that somebody has signed up to your email list because they value the content that you share and they're interested in what you have. Now, obviously taking a look and making sure that you are creating content that's of value to them, checking like, what's my open rate? What's my click-through rate? So that I know how engaged my audience is and I know, you know, what they're really enjoying or engaging with is something that can really help you to create more of the content that's going to continue to engage your audience. But I just really want you to believe in them, believe that they're there for the right reasons, believe that you've done your work, believe that you've done a good job, believe that they saw something in you that they didn't see elsewhere. And so they're there for a reason. And I think that we forget that a lot of the time, like we just always are of the mindset a lot of the time that we're bothering people and that what we have isn't going to be of interest to them. So the first thing is really believing in your audience and the work that you've done in the past and the message that you've created so that you've attracted these people into your stratosphere. The second thing is believing in yourself. Like, you know, like I said to my client and like I say to all my clients, Believing that you're really good at what you do, no matter what stage. And so I want to put a little caveat in here is that sometimes we look at ourselves and we say, well, I'm not as good as that person. Who? The person who has been in this business for 10 years, 20 years more than you? I think it's about us valuing ourselves where we are in our journey and also valuing the fact that we can support our clients where they are, which is usually obviously in a place that is you know, less skilled than where we are right now. And also just believing that what you bring to the table is unique and different and is wanted. And if you constantly have thoughts that that's not the case, then that is something that you've got to work on. You know, I've talked about belief ladders in another episode. I'll put it in the show notes. We'll link it up for you to go listen to. But 
consistently believing I am really good at what I do for where I am right now. I have clients who are less skilled than me that want to learn from me. And so I know that I can really help them to get to where they want to go and believing that I have something unique to share and that that's what people want too. And I have shared this story before, but I'll share it again. I remember when I used to work at Deloitte back in London, you know, and I used to go into a regular meeting and it would be with all of the partners in consulting. And I was like 26 years old. I headed up recruitment for consulting uh, at Deloitte in London for a while. And one of the partners said to me, Suze, I just want you to know that you are in this room because you are an expert at what you do. We don't know what you know. And so we need to understand like what we need to be doing in order to attract the right people into the business, et cetera. And I just will never forget that. And it's something that I talk to my clients about a lot as well, is that you standing in the belief of what you know and not taking a look around you and saying, oh, but these people are more experienced than me. They've been here longer. They've got bigger followings. They've got this, they've got that. What about if you just stood in the belief that what you do is great and that you've got something to offer, something unique. You don't have to be a guru. You just need to be a contributor and just really like working on that belief on a consistent basis. And also just remembering that just because the market goes up and down and sometimes you're busy and sometimes you're not, that's not a reflection on your skill. Yeah, that might be a reflection on your marketing activities. That might be a reflection on whether you're showing up or not, but it's not a reflection on your skill. And so just knowing that continuing to grow your brand with new audiences, continue to evolve like what you're doing and your belief in yourself and how you show up is so important to you continuing to grow as well. And the third thing I really want you to think about is believing that we can change and that we can get what we want as well. And so evolving what you've got doesn't mean you have to start from scratch. It doesn't mean that the people who have, you know, come before are not interested in what you're doing now. And you don't have to keep creating content, keep building a business for the clients that you used to have. This is such an important conversation and it's a conversation I have had many times and it's a conversation I've had with my coach for myself as well. I shared it on a reel the other day. Sometimes we feel stuck in creating content for the clients that we've had or we're constantly thinking about the clients that we've had and whether they've stayed or they've gone, we're like, oh, what will this person think? And we've got to start to really think about who we want to be working with, who we want to be evolving our products and services for, who we want to be in the scheme of things as well. And you don't have to hold on to old beliefs, old clients, what they wanted when you're trying to grow your business into its new evolution and new iteration. And so just building all of those belief ladders, yeah, building all of those belief ladders around your clients, what they want from you, who you are, what you offer, what is possible for you, what is in your future, who you could be working with, like what that dream client looks like now. And that dream client may evolve over time. Like who you thought was a dream client a few years ago, maybe somebody who you've already worked with now. And now that dream client has evolved and really thinking about who you want to be in the scheme of things when it comes to 
what your business looks like in the next 12, 24 months and who you want to be in that business as well. And just really asking yourself, what feels hard? I talked about this on one of my calls this morning. What feels hard right now? And looking at how do I make that not feel hard? So one of my clients, she's got a personal brand as well as like a company. And I just said to her, you know something, Emma Isaacs has got business chicks, but then she's also got her personal brand. And you just have to understand that you're a product of your business. So if you're a speaker, if you're a coach, whatever it is, you've got products and services, but you are a product of your business as well. And so if within your business, anything feels hard, I want you to pinpoint it. And then I want you to stop. And I want you to ask yourself, how, if this was to not feel hard, what would it look like? And then fix it. And if you can continue to go through those breakthrough cycles around decision-making, what feels hard right now? How do I make a decision? How do I fix it? And how do I move on? And then go to the next thing that feels hard and how do I fix that? And then how do I move on? Then you will start to evolve your business into a place that feels easy, where you can continue to grow it and become the person you want to be in your business as well. So those are just some thoughts I wanted to share with you today on the podcast. Let me know your thoughts. Send me a DM at Suze Chadwick on Instagram as well. If any of this has resonated for you, if any of these thoughts have come up for you and also like what you want to do moving forward, because I think that's where we need to focus. Who do I want to be? How do I want to work with my clients? Who do I want to work with? And what am I really building here?